here in these United States, we just came through an election day. Before November 8, candidates set up shop in Little American Legion buildings and diners and in factories, small towns, big cities. You can hear the buzz through small town barbershops and big city dealerships. Do you know who's coming to town? Candidates for Senate are coming to town. Candidates for the House of Representatives, for the Governor's Mansion, for the Mayor's Office. All of them guest speakers sharing their views on the issues, rallying their voters to vote. And people came from far and near to crowd into those little shops and halls to hear what the candidates had to say on the issues. Before then, they only saw their faces on billboards and TV ads, but now they were coming to town. And maybe, if they were fortunate enough, they might be able to get a photo or possibly an autograph. But as soon as these celebs or soon-to-be celebs finished their speeches, they shook a few hands, took a few photos. The crowd cleared out and the candidates were off to the next stop. Well, the good news is we have seen the last of most of those ads and postcards for another year. Sorry, Georgia, you've got another month. But for a few fleeting minutes, someone well-known was in a somewhat unknown town. And people crowded in, partly because the speakers were famous, but also because they never knew what they were going to see or what they were going to hear. Good post-election day, day to you, Simplify listeners. You're listening to L.J. Harry, and you're listening to 18 Years on Simplify. It was just an ordinary Sabbath day. Worshippers crowded into the synagogue like they had done hundreds of times before, and like their parents had done thousands of times before. But on this Sabbath, there was a guest speaker, a special speaker from out of town, Jesus from Nazareth. We've heard all about him. He is a celebrity. He calms storms with his words. He walks on water. He heals chronic disease. He raises the dead. He walks on water. He cleanses lepers. He gives the blind their sight. He walks on water. He gives the lame their leap. He walks on water. And he's the guest speaker on this ordinary Sunday in this fairly ordinary synagogue. But this isn't going to be an ordinary Sunday because Jesus is here. You never really know what you're going to hear, what you're going to see. And while Jesus teaches the scripture, he looks out at a woman who can't look up to him. She's bent double. How long has she been like this? Everyone around her is just used to her. She's been coming like this as long as we can remember. And someone keeping close records mumbles, 18 years. She seems a little surprised she's been that way for that long. No one really knows what's wrong. They just know she keeps coming to the synagogue Sabbath day after Sabbath day, hoping to be healed, and goes home the same way she came in. But she's been this way for 18 years, yet Jesus sees her. He knows what's wrong. He knows why. He calls her to the front. Part of her wishes he would just leave her alone and let her go home like all the other rabbis have. But the other part of her, hopes against hope, he can do what none of the other rabbis have been able to do. Maybe he has a closer connection with God than they do, (laughs) if she only knew. After a few seconds of awkward silence, she shuffles out of her chair and starts toward the front, still doubled over from an 18-year-long bout with this dreaded disease. You can see a definite difference. Jesus, the miracle man, wonder worker, water walker, is standing in front. An unnamed woman is bent double right in front of him. She's trying her best best to stand, but this is the best she can do. It's the best she's done for 18 years. Anyone who lost interest in Jesus' teaching was wide-eyed as Jesus stands in front of this woman. What will he do? What will he say? 
Can he take care of this? We know he healed a woman who was sick for 12 years. We heard that story, but this lady is that lady beat by six more years. Suddenly, Jesus speaks again. His voice is the perfect marriage of compassion and power. He says, woman, you are set free from your infirmity. Then he lays his hands on her. He's done this before. He did this for a leper who lost his humanity. No one would dare touch him or hug him or even shake his hand. They didn't want what he had, but Jesus wasn't afraid of him, and he's not afraid of her. He lays his hands on her to restore her health and her humanity, and immediately she stood straight up and praised God, possibly for the first time in 18 years. You would think everybody would be awed, amazed, thankful. Send Jesus a thank you note. Thank you, Jesus. You just did what nobody else could do in 18 years. But they gave Jesus the stank face. How dare you heal on the Sabbath? You get six days to work, and if you can't get it done in six days, you wait till after the Sabbath day. Don't you dare come to church on the Sabbath day expecting God to work any wonder in your life. It's the Sabbath day. It's the house of God. Don't you know where you are? These people are unbelievable. But she's not arguing. She's still standing and praising God for the first time in 18 years. They had grown very comfortable having church without God, but Jesus doesn't back down. He calls them hypocrites, but what he says next is music to this freshly freed and healed woman's ears. He calls her a daughter of Abraham. That makes her one of God's chosen people. It's been a long time since she felt chosen. 18 years to be exact. It's been a long time since she's been called anything other than crippled, handicapped, possessed, diseased. But when Jesus defends her, he calls her a daughter of Abraham. And he pulls back the curtain just a little to show us what's really been wrong. She didn't just suffer from poor posture. She's been spiritually attacked for 18 years. And these spiritual attacks were so dreadful, they took a toll on her health and crippled her. Now, not every sickness is spiritual, but some may be. Hers certainly was. But Jesus, he's greater than her spiritual sickness, and he's greater than her physical sickness. And with just one word and one touch, he healed both. I hope you get to have good church this week. I hope you run the aisles on the fast songs and weep on the slow ones. But most of all, I hope and I pray Jesus is in the house. If you didn't get to meet any of the candidates on the campaign trail during this past election, you have the opportunity to meet Almighty God in church this weekend. And when he is in the house, Nothing is too strong for him, and nothing has gone on too long for him. He can heal you. He can set you free with just one word, just one touch. Jesus Christ is the Almighty. He is our God, and we are his kids. Join me right now. Let's pray for God to work a miracle in your life, whatever you need. Maybe you need God to heal you, set you free. Maybe you need God to validate you to restore not just your health, but maybe your humanity. You need him to call you a daughter or a son again. I want to pray that God would do that for you with a touch, with a word. He's able to do both. In the name of Jesus, I pray right now you administer to all of those listening, those who need a miracle from you, God. You healed a woman who was bent double from a spirit for 18 years. You healed her with just one word, one touch. I pray you would work these miracles for those who are listening. Let them hear your voice. Let them feel your touch. Work these wonders, I pray, in the name of Jesus. I ask you, 
God, that you would do what only you can do. We trust you, Lord. I pray you'd look favorably on us like you did on this woman. And I pray you'd work these miracles and wonders like you did for her. Do them for us, we pray, and give you thanks and all glory and all honor in the precious and powerful name of Jesus. Amen. Hey, thanks so much, Simplify listeners. Be sure to click subscribe and share, and you don't miss an episode. Neither will any of your friends have to miss any episodes of Simplify. Head over to PentecostalPublishing.com. We've got some great resources there. A couple of books I've written. One is called Simplify, the 52-week devotional. Another one is called Ten Words, a practical look at the Ten Commandments. And I'd love for you to check those books out. You can also pick those up at Amazon for Kindle. Or if you're in this Knox County, Mount Vernon, Ohio area, you can pick those up at Paragraphs Bookstore, charming bookstore at the corner of South Main and East Ohio Avenue. Next week, we continue walking through these marvelous miracles of Jesus just to show how compassionate and powerful he really is. And I want to share with you a devotion next week about the 10 lepers. And I'm looking forward to sharing that with you next week. And always look forward to walking closer with Jesus as we walk through Simplify.